Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim October 4th 2020 a commentary on surah Taha The Sheikh commented first on the verse Inni ana rabbuka verily I am your lord Rabb is a divine name that implies a dual relationship it accepts ziyada or an addition to it in contrast to the name Allah for instance which is exclusive so Arab accepts a dual relationship by virtue of the hadith yatanazzalu rabbuna our lord descends during the last third of the night to the lowest heaven and asks is there someone doing istighfar asking for forgiveness that i may forgive them sayyidna musa alayhi salatu wassalam he attains or he arrives at the najm the star and he finds it to be lit from the blessed tree and the star says you are my servant and i am your lord inni ana rabbuk then there was a faqir who says ana rabbuka it implies the prophet sallam and the sheikh said no it doesn't astaghfirullah strengthen your maqam your station with dhikr not with discourse on the tongue then he goes back to the commentary he says taha the sura is so explicit in explaining the intermediary the wasita and in in capturing lamul ishq the lamb of love and it helps the disciple understand what divine love means what ishq or divine yearning yearning for god means through the revealed law through the language of the revealed revelation and through the divine word and it's through surah taha that you can learn not to confuse divine love for emotional affection and other types of inclinations now sayyidna musa yearns for the fire because he wants a brand from it he wants a qabas in order to carry guidance because he knows the reality of a divine disclosure at tajalli in contrast the disciple gets happy when he sees a disclosure and fails to grasp the pure meanings and spiritual allusions that the disclosure carries ibrahim alayhi salatu wassalam beholds the moon and the star when he beholds it he says this is my lord hada rabbi similarly musa sees the fire you could say he sees the form of the fire in this disclosure and the fire is something that one would normally fear but musa sees elevation and he draws guidance from it he comes to the disclosure he journeys towards it he walks towards it he doesn't see it and just go back to sleep he sees it and works towards it when you see the nur you have to race towards it chase away distractions fight your laziness and rush towards the nur sayyidna musa alayhi salam comes towards the nur and he's dazzled by its beauty as well however sayyidna musa draws meaning from it and you should remember that these verses they are summaries of the encounter every letter of the quran is an ocean it's not that just musa sayyidna musa sallallahu alayhi wasallam goes to 
the fire and simply has this conversation with Allah. He gets there. He's dazzled by the beauty of the disclosure. He walks around it. He circumambulates the fire. He marvels at the beauty and majesty of the nur in the form of fire. And he grasps the flow of subtle grace that's deposited in this disclosure site from which he draws guidance and divine success, tawfiq, and God's attentive care from eternity. Sayyidina Musa becomes the shadow. He becomes the direction, the extension of this disclosure. Because the disclosure has no direction. Its descent, its tanazul, is beyond spatial extension. But he, والسلام, is the direction, the directionality or the spatial extension of the disclosure. And so Allah Ta'ala says to Sayyidina Musa, you are in the holy valley. Musa has become absent from himself in his state of encounter with this disclosure. And Allah Ta'ala reminds him of the fact that there is the kingdom, that there is the mulk, the physical realm, in order for him to know how to bring together, how to mix and commingle al-mulk, the malakut, and the shabarut, the physical realm, the spiritual realm, and the invincible realm of divine attributes, with a single gaze, how to bring all of them together. And some murids leave the khalwa, and they think that they know these asrar, they've had a disclosure, they don't know how to bring together these different levels, and they walk out with pride and self-admiration, and this is a disaster, it's the arrow of Iblis cast into them, that hits them, it's the nafs. This is not what Sayyidina Musa does. He draws meaning from this and learns to bring the levels together. Sayyidina Musa والسلام, stands in front of the disclosure of Allah Ta'ala, the highest disclosure, the supreme disclosure. He is an echo of what happens to Sayyidina Ibrahim before him. However, Sayyidina Ibrahim throws himself entirely into the fire. And this is why we're going to study Sayyidina Ibrahim in the third reading of the name. We are now in the second reading of Lam al-Ishq. Here, there's a conversation. There's a discourse between him and the intermediary. When you study Lam al-Ma'rifah, one throws oneself in it. Now, this blessed tree that Sayyidina Musa beholds is the mathal, it's the representation of the descent of Ahmad, the archetypal celestial reality of Rasulullah in heaven, and Muhammad on earth. It's the descent of Ahmad uh, to the level of Muhammad. Muhammad is the human form, and Ahmad represents the sum total of all the presences of all the prophets from beginning to end. And he, والسلام, is the first and the last of the prophets. And these disclosure sites are Ahmad. So the blessed tree is a descent of Ahmad. Now, what you have here is a disclosure of the fountainhead of prophecy, Manba' al-Nubuwa. That's Ahmad with the 124,000 prophets. The fountainhead of messengerhood, Manba' al-Risala, is 314 messengers. 
And what you're not seeing here is the fountainhead of wilaya, of sainthood. Because that's not qualified, you would go mad. It's it's not qualified by 124,000 prophets or 314 messengers. Musa sees the fire as guidance and a brand, something, a firebrand. And it's prophecy speaking. And the disclosure tells him that you're standing on holy grounds. You are in the holy valley of Tuwa. The presence of messengerhood is speaking. And it's telling Musa, you're back in the mulk. The mulk has become a sacred holy place. Yet remain in the primordial state. This is a conversation from a pure prophetic soul to the all-merciful, to the breath of the all-merciful. It's a disclosure site of the name the Lord in the holy valley of Tuwa. And if you were to visit the valley now, it's not holy unless you have the heart of Sayyidina Musa. If you are a Musawi heart, then it's a Wadi Muqaddas. Because in that case, if you have a Musawi heart, then the holiness of the valley subsists for you through your state in your heart. But in our day, this holiness is non-manifest, it's hidden. And the heart of a servant becomes the holy presence when only the real dwells in that heart. Then you become a holy presence. You become muqaddas. This is in contrast to fuqara who, when you shine light on their heart, you find X, Y, and Z and multiplicity and all these other things within their heart. In the presence, there's only the wasita and the real. There's no children, no wife. It's you alone. And that presence is for no one else but the real. Ya Musa, O oh Musa, this is just for you, the servant. When Musa comes, salam to the disclosure, he's called, O oh Moses, so that he's singled out, so that your wife doesn't say, or the sheep don't say, we were with Musa too, and we also get, we have a share in what he attained. It's O oh Musa, Ya Musa, because only the presence of the real is in Musa's heart. And so Sayyidina Musa والسلام, is singled out by this disclosure. In a similar manner, you have in the same majlis, the same dhikr gathering, the same hadra, you have a single holy presence, hadra quddusiya, in, in one murid's heart. And then you look at another murid's heart, and it's a heap of garbage. It's a mazbala. Are they present? Are they in the hadra? Are they not? Moreover, Sayyidina Musa sees beauty behind the majesty and rigor and glory of the fire. He finds guidance in the fire. Are you able to find beauty behind the disclosure site of majesty? When will you see that and teach us what beauty means? Ashushtari used to say that he sees beauty in all things. And he would say, I see disclosures of God in pigs and dogs. You think of them as lowly animals. And he sees them as disclosure sites of transcendent realities. Here, Shushtari is teaching us the meaning of passing away in divine love and how to see the majesty of beauty disclosing itself in animals too. It's therefore important for the murid to let go of their preconceptions 
and to honor the one who's God's Khalifa, to learn from that person, and then to honor those who love the Khalifa, who follow him, then those who surrender to him, and so on, like ripples, and all the way down to animals at the very end. Instead of fighting the Shaykh with your thoughts and with your preconceptions, it's important to learn to see beauty behind majesty by beholding it in all these different sights and honoring things from the Shaykh all the way out. Not saying, I'm nice to animals, and then fighting the Shaykh and thinking that you're seeing disclosure of beauty within animals. You can't discern between beauty and majesty. And you're going to exhaust me with your questions if you don't just follow. So don't ask. It's not time for questions. It's time for following and applying the teachings. We're talking here about the grand champion of the Quran, Sayyidina Musa He's one of the prophets and messengers of resolution. One of the ulul azm, the resolute messengers. This is his story. And you have to taste the sweetness of Surah Taha. It'll teach you the fountainhead of prophecy. And through it, you will learn the fountainhead of sainthood. You can't understand sainthood, wilaya, except through this gate. This is why I chose it for you. And each Friday, I offer signs, allusions to it. So that you don't imagine that just by reading the surah, or just through your own caprice and your own thoughts, or even your own heart, that you're going to understand the fountainhead of prophecy. All of that is just takhabbut. You're just stomping around and uh, mucking the waters. You have to build this understanding on the sunnah, not on your hawa, your caprice. The Prophet ﷺ left us with the translucent path, al-mahajjatul bayda. And we have to learn how to flow and travel through this disclosure site on the basis of the holy book and the sunnah of the Prophet ﷺ. And here we're studying Sayyidina Musa from the family of Ali Imran. And we study it as, a, as branches and he is the root. Our heart, it's upon his disclosure site, his majla. In order to understand the levels of disclosures that descended upon him. And note that despite all his grandeur and his eminence, Sayyidina Musa was asked to take off his sandals. And the Shaykh asks you for one thing, one thing, and you complain, and you resist. And you're not Musa, and yet your Shaykh has a share in the quality of Sayyidina Al-Khidr. And you refuse, and you follow your caprice, and whatever trends go on in your neighborhood, but here there's only what we accept in this path is the hawa, the caprice of Allah, and the hawa of Rasulullah, and the hawa of the prophets, and of the righteous. Sayyidina Musa, when he has this conversation with Allah, Allah says, Ana Rabbuk, I am your Lord. Know first who is speaking to you. Ana Rabbuk. This is the disclosure site of the name of the Lord. First, you need to establish that. Then, you learn the realm of separation of farq. The murid, on the other hand, belittles 
the ishara, the spiritual illusion, when he sees it, and he refuses to go to it, to travel towards it. Sayyidina Musa honors it, venerates it, and travels towards it. Then, when he gets there, he learns who he is and who who's speaking to him. Ana Rabbuka. And the Murid belittles that ishara because he belittles the one who gave him that spiritual illusion, the ishara. How do you wish to have presence with the Lord of the illusion, Rabbul Ishara, the Lord of the sign that displays itself before you? Inni ana rabbuk, I am your Lord. I'm not the nur, I'm not the tree, I'm not the fire disclosing itself. Ana rabbuk, I'm your Lord. And this Lordship is a flowing subtlety, it's hidden, it's a descent of subtle grace from Allah Ta'ala. The disclosure says, Ana Rabbuk, I am your Lord, not I am Allah. First, you have to read in the name of thy Lord. Iqra bismi Rabbik. When the murid comes to the Shaykh, he's standing on holy ground. And the Shaykh says, take off your sandals. Have reverence for the disclosure that descends into your heart. Because that disclosure has a source. It's a wadi. There's a river flowing through it. It's a valley with a river. The nur flows through your limbs. And through it, it flows through your hearing and your seeing. So that you become nur upon nur. So it's a manba. It's a fountainhead. It's a gushing spring too. Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala ala Sayyidina Muhammad. Kama salli ta'ala Sayyidina Ibrahim wa ala ala Sayyidina Ibrahim. Barik ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala ala Sayyidina Muhammad. كما باركت على سيدنا إبراهيم وعلى آل سيدنا إبراهيم في العالمين إنك حميد مجيد